What's your other comrades in that? Okay, uh, welcome to another episode of the Best Cape Secret Podcast. I am your host, CZ Ray, a.k.a. The Guy About Nothing, a.k.a. Him Over There. I am not alone. I am joined by my brethren, Spilo, my just and man-like Dre's. What's good, gents? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're in the up? building. What's up? What's We're up? here. How are you doing? Direct in effect. I personally, yeah. for me, this week is about rest. You know what I'm saying? It's about rest. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired, guys. Yo. I know. Bad's readjusting his energies. I nah, see. Facts. I need to put my focus into other things. So that's why I'm here today. Thank you for joining <laughs> us again. Thank you for blessing us with your presence. <laughs> um, yeah, been... so today we're going to do things a bit differently. Um, this episode is going to be called The Episode About Nothing. And I just want to talk about general topics regarding, you know, what's going on right now in music, new releases that, you know, whether it's singles or young EPs here and there. And yeah, so the first thing I want to talk to you guys about is the Big Sean. How are you guys feeling about the Big Sean release? Have you listened to it yet? Uh, all I must say, all I must say, the goat is back. He's That's back. All boy. I must say, the goat <laughs> is back. Because all I'm saying, this is one thing. Um, if Big Sean didn't stop like making music consistently, I think he would have been in the conversation with the with the Kendricks, the Drakes. Obviously, yes. I don't think he would have been exactly on their level, but he would have been like right there. Yeah, I yeah. think he would have been. I actually do think he would have been. I think it would have been there if he didn't stop going. Yeah. Like you're just saying, like, I just feel that was the only problem. Like that hiatus he took, obviously it was for personal reasons and whatnot. Yeah. But I mean, I just feel like Sean had as just as much potential and capability as each of them. It took a bit longer for him to kind of get in his bag, but that, that, that break, man. Hey. Yeah. And you realize there, like in music, time is everything. Eh? That's one mm. thing where you just see, like, time is everything. Like, could either make or break. But the good thing is that he built an amazing fan base prior. Um, that fan exactly. base includes myself. Um, so he built a good <laughs> fan base prior. So like, when he dipped, it's not like we were like, nah, we don't want to, you know, don't want to listen to this guy ever yeah. again. Like, you know, people are still back on and they're supporting him. I think he sold like 150k first week, or that would he, that's what he was projected to sell. So. Yeah, I think he did around one one ten or something, one eleven. Uh, I don't yeah. know, somewhere around there. But that's, I mean, that's crazy t- for for you know this whole break he took. I mean, yeah, to come facts. back and do that, that's just a testament to what you're saying. Like the fan base, bro, we still here, we still supporting. You know, people are still riding for Sean, dog. So yeah, that's true. That's true. It's dope. Yeah, I feel like um, in terms of you know him being mentioned with the or with his peers the likes of the drakes and the coals in them i don't yeah i think you know with this album and then hoping that he doesn't take another long break you know he can still get back in that conversation again just think obviously so. not saying that he yeah definitely i mean you guys you, you guys this just, you guys <laughs> just i don't know if now, can, why like now you i don't know if you can get back but hey because the no, thing is, I feel like those three have cemented their places. So it's like they they don't even have to release anymore for them to 
to be mm. in that category now. They're up there. Mm. It's done. So yeah, I don't know I'm if saying, he can what, work what his way is, into it. Yeah, what, what I mean by that is being mentioned. Mm. Whenever people talk about Drake or Cole or Kendrick, people still talk about Wale. Wale isn't as big of an artist anymore as those guys are. He yeah, slowed down, yeah. but he's still in that conversation yeah. because he is consistently there. He is consistently releasing. And so the Definitely. fan base is, you know, carrying him, right? And I feel yeah. like with Sean, it can be the same thing as well. Like he's not far, he's not like too far removed from the pack. It's still a, it's still a thing. You know, he must just be consistent moving forward with releasing music. Yeah. I think you that's, know who else, you know. You know who else I thought would have been in that conversation if they carried on was Rocky. If he carried yeah. on releasing. Because from Whoa. the long lives to the at long lot, like that man was going, he was going in the right direction. But I feel like somewhere Rocky just missed some steps, bro. You know, I feel like he just, I don't think he stopped really. I just feel like for Rocky, he kind of just took some steps, you know, I think to it was the, the left, fashion, some wrong yeah. steps. It was the fashion. That and, yes, that, I think that contributed a lot to him kind of not really being as invested in music as he was. But like, even through the music, I've seen you know a sort of a downhill slope it's not that it's been bad but it's like just been a disconnect you know he's been trying to do mm. all this crazy sort of <laughs> you know like sounding music and mixing all these different sort of sounds together and that's yeah. cool you're an artist do that but i just feel like just to the in the eyes of the fans like you know it's hard to kind of really follow what you're doing when you're all over the place you know it's hard to digest yeah so that's that's kind of been my problem with Rocky, you know. And the thing is with 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 Rocky is that his music or his sound, for the most part, was already um, not as accessible as his mm. um, peers. Like he had just he had just like a very unique sound, right? And so yeah. it was like niche. when you're coming through with mm. that with, with like a a different sound to everyone else, you put yourself in a situation where um, people are either gonna get it or they're not they don't. no one is ever going to yeah. be in between when it comes to you and so with him i just felt like that sound that he was on that was very inaccessible to a lot of people it just yeah. kept on moving further and further and further away from like the general mass and to yeah. the point where people were just like i yeah now yeah. now it's just like and so like i and think I, maybe I, like his core fan base is still there for sure yeah but for for generalists like myself, I'm not I'm not saying I'm, I'm a huge ASAP fan, but when he drops something, I'm gonna listen to it. If he doesn't drop, my life moves on. I'm not I'm not craving new ASAP music. You get yeah. me? Yeah, but, well, I, so I, that, I was a huge Rocky fan. There is a lot of people like that. Rocky fan. I yeah, think I the reminder though, the reminder of his size though, is the fact that guys, there was a point where literally where like Travis Scott is stealing from ASAP Rocky. Travis Scott is trying to bite ASAP Rocky's look, sound, and the fact that now Travis has surpassed him. So it kind of shows that there was a stage where he was literally at the top of his game and it just, like, he just stopped and Travis took... It's like, true, Travis. but I never paired those two together. As much as people always put those similarities, mm. I never ever saw them as the same. You know, I always took Travis for Travis and Rocky for Rocky, you know. Yes, they might have had similarities. I get, like... You know, music is inspiration at the end of the day. Yeah. You see some, they're doing something, you feel like, oh, that's dope. I'm a, you know. But I just feel like at the end of the day, Travis still stuck to what Travis was doing. He never really switched up, you know. So I yeah. can't really say that 
he was biting Rocky. Rocky was the one who was all over the place, if you really look at it, yeah, <laughs> you know. So, so Travis, to me, is like, he, he was always his own artist. He had his own artistic vision, you know, from sort of the jump. Whereas Rocky kind of used, like, yams as more of his inspiration and, and sort of as a guide to help him, you know. So there's a, that's why I always separate those two in different worlds, you know. Yeah. Travis like a Kanye almost. <laughs> Rocky's like a I don't know, somebody who has like that that person behind them and they say, Yo, execute like this, A, B, and C and they do it. And then once that person's gone, you can see the cracks, you know. Yeah, true. That's how it seems. So you guys are saying that the Big Sean album is fire, yeah? Nah, I like it, yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. I've only listened to it once. I still want to go back to really listen. But through that first listen, I was very happy. Honestly, I was very happy. I felt like Sean put his heart into it. There was like I heard, you know, I love it when I hear that the artists really put their struggles and their pain in the in the music. So it was it was dope for me. Yeah, I think it was in what the track Lucky Me where he goes on about how he had a heart issue at 19 and he was just like you see there he was rapping. Those personal things we never knew like just you know He's, he's, you know, that's what I love, bro. I love that shit, bro. Definitely. And I think one thing that excited me as well was the fact that there was a track, 2088 track. So it looks like we might get 2088 too. So personally for me, I'm happy about that. Vibes. You know, it's funny. Vibes. This 2088 thing, the people who are just like, nah. Like, people are just like, nah. They must stop <laughs> I don't know why people hate it stuff. though. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't love it. it. It was good. Yeah, I'm also on the fence with it because it's just like, I don't know how how many more songs I can listen to Big Sean and Janae talking about, you know, smashing each other. Like, <laughs> I get it, guys. You guys are in love. Exactly. Like, I just don't yo, know how many fuck. more of we those I can listen to, <laughs> you know. And so, like, I'm, like if, if they're going to explore other things, like, then that's cool, you know, like, make it more creative. Tell us other stories. Find different angles to, you know, tap into new things. It's fine. But what did you even think about the one that the was album, on the album? Yeah, time in. I think. Yeah, I was just like, I mean, okay, guys, it's another update okay. on your. Yeah, I was like, I mean, it's okay, guys. It's not like, it's not exceptional. And my, here's my thing with the Sean album, though, right? Um, because I've I've, managed, I've I've been able to play it a few times, and what I will say is that, one, the standard of rapping has improved immensely Yo, from Sean, right? But definitely. Um, after a few listens, I started to realize that he was falling into that trap of repeating the subject matter. Mm-hmm. And so there are some tracks there that now are just, they, they are fillers, really. The album could do without yeah. that. It's a 21-track it's album, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And there was quite a few songs there that, you know, they sound good, they're nice, but, like, when you really look at it, when you look at the album in its entirety, you just, like... Yeah, this one could have you know, could have been left out, or you know, there was that other one with the Travis Scott. Um, there's one with Travis Scott, and then there's another song that has Travis Scott ad libs on it. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. if you're gonna use Travis Scott, use him. You know, like just go all out and use him properly, because mm-hmm. the one with Travis, it just almost sound, it just almost became like a Travis song. Even Sean was like emulating Travis's cadence, and it just sounded a bit. I don't know, a bit offish. It wasn't bad, but it's just a thing of do Sean and then let Travis do Travis. Then it's a yeah. collaboration. You get me? Um, mm-hmm. The one with Post Malone, 
you know, it's a, it's a stri- it's, it's, yeah, it's a strong, strong contender. But as well, there, I feel like he didn't utilize Post Malone to the best of you know Post's ability. Mm. Post comes in second off of the song. He does like a young hook there in a verse. But I feel like if you're gonna use Post Malone, then use Post Malone. Like that man is very, very strong when it comes to hooks and things like that. Use him for that. Don't Sean is singing the hook. I'm like Sean, you have you, you, you literally have a guy who is a god when it comes to hooks. Why are one you the one the singing? Yeah, out right now. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. But like it's just it's small things like that. When I'm being like very technical, when mm. if the, the album mm. could have been more cohesive and, and and concise, if you know he was able to do those sort of things. But generally, mm. I am really really happy with this Sean album. I haven't felt this good yeah. about a Sean album since Dark Sky Paradise. Mm, you know yeah. this album is really really good and i like the fact that you know it it stuck to the 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 theme and the standard of detroit one the mixtape you know because i was worried yeah. i was like hey you know this might not hit as 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 well as the the original mixtape because that tape is a yeah. classic now but this one exactly. i feel like it's done the job it's yeah and how do you it's guys great. feel about those songs? You know the song, the the one that he has where like he literally features the whole of Detroit, like you know those rap compilations yeah, those where ciphers. everybody yeah. raps. Yeah, those yeah. ciphers from just to rip the city. Yeah, I feel like those verses were cool, but I just think that it it would have been a lot better if they just put out a, a Detroit mixtape, all of them, so like Sean could have them. With like on songs individual song yeah. then try to force a cypher like that because that cypher just yeah. it sounded weird i'm not gonna lie but remember like he did it, it on i don't know if that if this song specifically was in detroit one but you know the detroit verse everybody or was that eminem song yeah that they was did the, the exact thing. same yeah. thing as well yeah yeah it was but that, i don't that, know that this one insane. this one this one just sounded a bit off i don't know how or why it, it wasn't the same like, beat as well. That's the thing. The beat keeps yeah. kept switching up every yeah. two or three rappers, which was also yeah. a bit Yeah, I was just like, what the hell is going on here? It was a bit match. <laughs> it was a bit match. It was just like, ah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> cool. yeah. I don't know about that That sort of posse cut vibe in this day and age. I don't know. It, does it really work anymore? Like, you know, I don't uh, yeah, I feel like it's like so associated with old school rap now. Like it's not <laughs> exactly like no one does. Like the last, the last one that I remember properly was done by Joey Badass in nineteen ninety nine. You know the Suspect mm. song where it's literally like ten minutes, mm. same mm. beat going mm. for ten minutes, and it's just different rappers, different rappers. But like going in, that was such it's a twenty ten, twenty twelve s type song. Yes, that was yeah. the, the vibes. That was the vibes. That was the era for that. Like where that kind of yeah. peaked. I think Power Circle. Remember thing. Power Circle and all those exactly. songs. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was yeah. great cuts. I mean, ASAP Rocky yeah. even had. A, uh, I think it was yeah, one ASAP train or something. Yeah, ASAP did his thing as well. One train. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so, there, there, there were a lot of those. There were a lot of those. Yeah. But now, I it's ten years later, boy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's still a vibe, bro. I don't know. Yeah. That's All a right, so I want to bring it back now. I want to bring it back to SA. Um, who who has been releasing new music here right now in in SA? Just Casper. You guys know well, that's what that's the, it's, Casper's only just Casper. Yeah, yeah, Casper. I mean, but there's also guys on the under, underground who've been pushing. You know, and this just leads me to guys. How do you feel about uh, Costa Titch? 
How do you feel? Okay, in, in what sense? In what sense? Just as an artist, a huge, just as two an different artist, conversations like, here. Okay, which Good one do you want to have? Which one do you want to have? Okay, now nah, let's just this do it on the music because I'm not trying to go into because I've been seeing people talk about the whole appropriation thing. So hey, this is that one for now. <laughs> okay, how do you feel about the music then? Um. Okay, I first heard Kalagata, yeah. So. Uh-huh. I think I just think man's a trap star kind of thing, bro. Uh-huh. Like just the music, like he's a trap star, and I feel like he can. You see what Focalistic is doing in terms of, you know, mixing hip hop and and I'm a piano. Mm-hmm. I think Costa could fit into that that pocket as well, because obviously, yes, like his his knowledge of a knack, like it kind of fits the sound and the way that he he's a dancer as well. So I yeah. feel like he's more trap star, and then he could also go into into. I'm a piano, a house, and hip hop as well. Like you know, when you put the two mm. together, yeah, mm. exactly. I think he could kill that lane. I mean, you know, as much as he said you want to go into the appropriation thing, I just want to say at the beginning when I first, like when I first sort of started just noticing Costa, it that was kind of the thing that I had that sentiment of okay, this guy's just kind of running with culture. But you know, over time, I've realized Costa is actually a very He's actually a very much needed artist, I think, in SA hip hop. Honestly, yeah, you know, and he I actually he actually came to he came to the station one like I think was it the start of this year? Yeah, I think it was the uh-huh. start of this year. He came to the station to perform. He also uh-huh. performed the Tux FM freshers. Just his energy on stage, like his That's stage presence, thing. like he's That's got the one thing energy, that I respect. Bro. Yeah, he's got this energy, and as much as look, I think as much as you know, people can say he has writers and whatnot doing. I just feel like, you know, in this day and age, there's so many things artists lack that I feel like Costa has. You know what I'm saying? Just that experience of a charismatic guy who's just, who's yeah. always got the energy, who's this vibrant, like, you know, his tracks are obviously more trap related, like Venek, you know, essay But it's just like, I feel for a white guy to be doing that, you know, is a good thing it's just a good thing bro you know yeah. regardless of anything else i just think we need more guys to kind of feel like yo i can i can not appropriate you know because i don't feel like you know he's come up shows you that this was his culture no matter yeah. how you want to view it this is guess, how he came up yeah i see <laughs> it as more saying? diversification like exactly more, you know you know but i don't know people shouldn't be afraid to dip and dabble into you know things that they might not even be comfortable with because that's what actually grows the industry i feel when everybody just tries to do the same thing as the next man that messes up everything bro that messes yeah. up everything so i just want to say i think actually shout out to costa bro shout out to costa like you know he's 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 proving the haters wrong out there <laughs> i don't know how you feel Caesar's quiet there bro and he's been no i'm just I'm, no i was just listening i, I didn't want to interject because what you're yeah. you're making really really good points there um yeah what i will say regarding costa and foca actually mm-hmm. especially foca um I, I, i'm gonna say that had it not been for coronavirus and lockdown focalistic would have had at 2020 almost as big as um casper's uh puma game year definitely break out here yo the trajectory focalistic focalistic was on was on track to to become that 
And so everything yeah. slowed it down. And you know, obviously in SA, like shows are so important in SA because you know, that fan interaction at the shows, because yeah. you know, it shows, right? We don't have the luxury of having like solo concerts. And so whenever we mm-hmm. go to shows, we're gonna have like 20 artists on the bill, right? And mm-hmm. so I feel like he would have benefited even more from being exposed to other people's fans, other artists' fans at the shows, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. like this, he would have been, yo, I just feel like this guy would have been like booked and busy all year out, you know? But, I think but obviously, I, I like lockdown happened, corona it, happened. And so he yeah. had to basically just readjust, which has been fine, it's been working for him. And he's mm-hmm. still he's still the the um the most exciting artist this year, right? Definitely. And definitely that's with Corona and everything else. And I'm saying this as a person who's not even like that big of, you know, a focalistic fan. I won't lie to you guys, I don't really know that much um mm-hmm. music from him. But I'm I'm not stupid, you know, I can see what's going on. I can see the reception. I can see what yes. people are saying in the streets. You know, I can see what Especially he is doing. Especially during the quarantine, bro. I feel like everything exactly. just multiplied, bro. And so, <laughs> you know. with him, that's how I feel. But now, yeah, back to the Costa thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like Costa is he is he he is essential to the South African music landscape. And what I mean yeah. by that is, um, I don't know if we had this conversation on the podcast before, maybe it was, you know, privately, but I was talking about how you get artists now and then who are South African, but they represent a different side of South Africa, you know, and I made the example of like a Jay Marley, who's like a white, white boy, but, you know, does hip hop music, you know, you, yeah. it's not like we don't have... Um, white hip hop fans in SA, we do have that, and yeah. so why can't we have hip hop artists who are white in SA? So he's yeah, representing sure. a different side of South Africa, and obviously you know South Africa, Rainbow Nation, whatever, Showcase. whatever, all that other stuff. Yes. And so I think with Costa, he is now representing like a different side as well—a white, a, a white person who is you know making music predominantly in um, vernac. You know, that's we've never had that before. We know of we know of white people who can speak Vernac, but yes. we've never had a white person on the mainstream yeah, who true. can exactly. like never go off it, like yeah. this. I mean, yes. um, that guy, man, guy who passed away, man, ish, God rest his soul. But he was yeah. like on like the older vibes. He was back in like the eighties and nineties. What was his name? I'm forgetting his name. How can I forget this? Um, Wow, the guys, um, Johnny Clegg. Johnny Clegg would dip oh, in Johnny now and then Clegg. in Zulu and Kosa, but it wasn't, yes. you know, it wasn't like this. Costa yeah. is operating mm. on like an on like a new level, right? Exactly. And so, I feel like for this generation, we need someone like that as well to say, "Hey, man, yes. look, um, th- I'm, 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 I'm. Th- this is how I grew up as well. I grew up around these people. We've." Uh, we've known Costa well, I've known Costa since we were in high school you know mm-hmm. through some of like our other friends you know when mm-hmm. you were still like a dancer and all these other things and we watched him grow and transition into an artist you know yeah. and so what I also like about him is that to me it comes across as it comes across as genuine I don't know how but exactly. he's not he's not she's not trying to take credit for anything really he's just i mean he's been very exactly. open with having writers people who are helping him with the music he's been very open with all of that 
with everything you know, transparent he just wants to, yeah he just wants to show appreciation to you know to the different cultures that he's been exposed to and been surrounded by growing up and so with that i feel like costa is he's a, he's an essential to to the new school um Definitely. class of artists in south africa Definitely. i feel like we it's, it's something that you know that we should have really let let us open up the you know let us open up the the music to to everyone you know no one owns a genre but exactly. at the same time when people do it they must do it and with respect the grind, and they must bro. do it yeah the hustle is crazy. He's, he's always got something he's all he's working he's he's yo he's hungry you know and that's just that's another thing in hip-hop like you know you can't deny somebody who who you can see he's not yet to play games bro he's capitalizing you know it's and, and and like you said and it seems like obviously i don't know him personally but like he seems like a genuine person he just seems like you know he's here with these guys he's, his guys are getting a look too so i mean it's like yo how can i hate <laughs> you know what is there for me to hate on bro yeah so you know shout out yeah it's easy yeah it's just one of those things and once again you know i i don't know that many songs by costa i don't even know how many songs he has out right mm. now and so mm. this is like for me it's coming from obviously like the couple of unreleased songs that i'm sitting with right now for these upcoming projects that we've been working on and mm -hmm. um obviously galagata remix was huge you couldn't ignore that and Definitely. then the one with boyd was also quite big couldn't ignore that but outside yeah. of that Timby. i'm going to be honest with you i don't really know much in terms of like his music i know what he's doing you know as an artist and in terms of his career in terms of like his you know whatever his his activities but in terms of like the actual music yeah. i'm not i'm not at that point where i'm like a super fan where i'm like yo let me yeah. get on to the, the the new costa let me get onto the new costa you know i'm, I'm not there yet yeah. but i'm happy to see what he's been able to do in such a short space of time with his career you know mm -hmm. And mm. even with him as well, like I was saying earlier, had it not been for lockdown, man, like this man would have been, he would have been gone yeah. right yeah, now. Yeah, like one of those, yeah, it would have been his year yeah. as well. Yeah. And so, yeah, but I they feel were, like. Yeah, shout out to Folk and Costa because they really shined, you know, they were shining through this uh, uh, mm. lockdown, definitely, you know. Yeah, yeah actually, like I was saying, I enjoyed the way Foka handled lockdown, like with all the quarantine videos that he did. Um, the fact that he released a quarantine project and he still kept people like on notice so the thing is i know like in pretoria he's big because i'm here as well so yeah. like people are oh, constantly pretoria pushing his huge. stuff yeah Not like pretoria pretoria is his place <laughs> like you know so i just that's, love that's how, him dude you know how people as soon as he releases here people in pta will be on it they'll share it and like you you can just see the growth like you can see the yeah. growth in terms of the fan base as well as just the music as well because if we look at what he's released maybe like a year or two ago to now like i feel like now he knows exactly where he's going or what you know what type of pocket he's trying to enter into so that's yeah. also dope. he's very versatile Definitely. that's what i've been that's what i've picked up on because yeah. um i think the biggest focus song right now and i may be wrong like i said because i only know you know what what trends when it comes to foca is I've I've seen that most of the big songs are um house songs, my piano songs. Yeah. Um Definitely. so like dance tunes and then he's got a few hip hop songs here and there and then obviously the one with um Jay coming out soon. That one is also like that's like a it is such a trap song. Like it is 
without giving away too yeah. much obviously but like it's 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 like um it's literally like a trap 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 song even like the subject matter is talking about money and talking about women and then he yeah. can go from that to now you know on like a mapiano song and Mabiano then he is you know vibes. vibing he's just mm. he's able to just be a chameleon and he's you know it it never feels it doesn't feel um, forced. It doesn't feel off. Yes, the bars you know? are so cool. They're witty. Yeah. They're smooth. They, you know. Yeah, because when like those when those guys told me they were, when they asked me they're like, "Yo, do we trying to bring Folka on on onto thing, onto this project?" I was like, ah, "What? For like what what kind of song do you guys want to do with this guy? I don't understand. What 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 do you mean, right?" Yeah, and yeah. I I wasn't a believer at the time because I just didn't know if he'd be able to, you know, dip into that pocket. Because yeah. I hadn't seen him or heard him in that trap pocket yet, and then you know when the song when the song eventually you know came to fruition, I'm like okay actually, this is you know <laughs> this is good, and so I, I really respect him as 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 a creative artist, you know what how he's been able to do these things, and it goes back to Casper comparison I was, I was making earlier, when Cas came in, she was doing a lot of quite infused stuff, but also a lot of like hip hop infused things. You know, yes. that's why he was able to occupy such a huge fan base in such a short period of time. Yeah, and I think it's been the same Definitely. with with Foka as well. It's the thing of right now, Mapiano is the biggest genre in essay. There's no fighting that. It's the most of popular course. genre right, right now, and so mm-hmm. he's able to dip into that, occupy that that audience over there, and then dip into hip hop and then occupy that audience over there as well. You see, same thing that Cass was doing back then. Cass was you know going into the hip hop stuff and then doing the quieter thing remember when they had that new age quieter thing they were doing ricky major league djs major league yeah those are good times man those are good times good songs came from that era yeah Yeah. (laughs) and so that's uh, that's how i see folka right now folkalistic is in that same um in that same situation basically where you know he's been able to occupy a lot of different um genres in sa and it's working for him you know of course of course so i like that and and i just want to say just uh like on the topic of lockdown you know who did you guys besides uh costa and folka like who did you guys peep really coming up during this lockdown because i really i really saw lucas raps uh doing his thing there's a guy called uh i don't know if you know blackie but he's he's going hard on soundcloud he's more of like He's just like this really animated sort of trap guy. Like I've been listening to some of his stuff. Like there's just some guys who've been really using this time to push their push their movement. So I just want to know from you guys if there's anybody you've seen shining. You know, the thing is, besides. I'm not gonna necessarily point to someone specific, but I think mm. this lockdown was probably the best for for the R and B women because there was just so much coming out. And people mm-hmm. were open to it because I feel like a lot of yes. people prior, I think people were like, oh, damn, you know, we could find somebody else, you know. So, mm-hmm. like, in terms of R&B women, this was probably the best time because I don't, yeah. in terms of releases and everything, because people sat on yeah. that and they were able to listen and share it and, you know, kind of move from there. Definitely. Because I discovered an artist, actually, speak of R&B women, there's actually an artist called Shannon. She She's so, like... She has this Kilani vibes, bro. Like her voice yeah. sounds so similar to Kilani, but 
you know like i just see she has a lot of potential she actually has a song called lockdown like i just think you should check that out just to plug her quick mm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying but uh, yeah there's just like you say there's a lot of r&b that i definitely discovered like uh what's the uh what's the trap uh, what's her name uh sees you know this one her, her handle's like trap something trap something she was on the playlist the august playlist oh yeah um i don't know so why her name is slipping but you know <laughs> but there's definitely just been a, a, a definitely a lot of r&b i've been put on to during this lockdown from the woman so yeah i mean i definitely feel that yeah um with 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 um with that uh that girl trap sweetheart is her instagram yes, handle that's her handle. her artist her, her, her artist name is uncle she literally calls herself yes, uncle 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 yeah yes. and okay, so what I'm happened with with, okay. with yeah. yeah with her what happened was um you guys know tabang right um mm-hmm. jay molly's dj so tabang sent me a bunch of songs maybe like last year sometime end of last year and one of those songs was this song done that i put in the playlist but mm-hmm. You know, because I was asking to give me new artists to listen to, artists that I could work with, whatever, because I wanted to do a lot of executive producing. Yeah. And so he sent me that song. I'm like, God, this is dope. This is nice. Um, And then he sent me another one from the same, from the same chick, but then I didn't feel that one that much. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, I just put everything behind me. I just moved on with my life. But then when I was putting together the playlist... I came across this song, obviously, on, on my Spotify, whatever, when I was doing my research on these artists. And I played this song. I'm like, I feel like I know the song from somewhere, but I just couldn't remember where I know it from, right? And then I did my research. I, I searched the artist, uncle, whatever, whatever. And then I called Tabang. And he's like, yeah, you know, he put me on to that. So shout out Tabang. He's got like a bunch of artists that he's been putting me on to. And so with uncle as well, like, yeah, she's really, really good. And... Yeah, that's what lockdown has done as well. Because I'm not going to lie to you guys. When lockdown happened, I didn't really pay much attention to music because my life also just went into lockdown. And then we're just working on the on the, on the Jesse um, mixtape. But, yeah. you know, when things started to like ease up a bit and I, started, I was starting to get more time, I was looking, yeah, I was seeing a lot of R&B um, artists just popping up. You know, every other week I'd, I'll be seeing someone. You know, I'm seeing another artist here. I'm seeing another artist there. And like literally on Twitter, like I'll just bookmark the video or the clip so I can get back to it later and then go find the artist on um, to stream the music, right? And so I had like a bunch of bookmarks of these artists. And yeah, a lot of them were really, really dope, man. And I, I'm seeing now, um, there's the one, the one, the one girl, um, I'm forgetting her name, but she recently put out her new scene. Um, I think like the new song was like two weeks ago. And with her she's even being played on yfm and all these other things yeah. um her song has been pushed very very well right now um, i'm just forgetting her name but you guys know her yeah. um it was a joda joda yeah joda horse yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh-huh. joda yeah um her song the new one it's a smash it's a banger and you know i just like the fact that uh people are more open now to r&b because remember we had that episode we were speaking yeah, about we how in essay we feel like r&b is underappreciated and yes. you know granted this isn't pure r&b it's 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 infused with, with you know with trap elements so it's more accessible mm-hmm. 
for mainstream and all these other things but still like at least these women are getting the looks that they deserve you know but i think the truth the true test for every artist that managed to release this lockdown is whether they can keep the momentum going because like it's all it's all like you know you can release a song during lockdown everybody eats it up when lockdown ends and everything goes back to normal it's it's basically the moves that you make after that to try to cement your place in a sense so i'm just hoping that all the people that we heard you know manage to make the right moves as soon as everything's you know kind of goes back to normal they make the right moves so that they can stay being in people's you know people's faces in terms of the music that they release definitely yeah the thing is with sa it's just one of those things especially like if you're still a new artist you can't afford to to be gone for too long um yeah. unless yeah, you're people literally here will like forget. people here will yeah forget. it's just one of those things where i mean we when i when i look at the la situation elaine put out slip away and then it was many many months later like many months later she came back with the project and by then slip away had been out people had heard it people had moved on but somehow elements you know captured people's Stayed, attention yeah. again right i hadn't even and heard so slip away until i heard elements a lot of people hadn't <laughs> but same. i was like hey is it i was like hey isn't same. this the chick from same. from slip away like give me and yeah. so um so with 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 the rest of the women that have you know managed to you know capture people's attention during this time either they must con- just be consistently releasing or if they have you know the confidence in themselves to say it's fine i don't mind not releasing now because what i'm working on right now i know it's gonna it's it's gonna you know it's gonna blow yeah. up the game then that's also fine but that's a risk that you're willing to take as an artist i guess you know only you know you know how how big of an impact your thing will have and there's not yeah i think it depends like on the type of music that. you make on the type of music you make i think should gauge like if you're making turn up stuff i don't think lockdown is the best time r&b is like that music definitely that's gonna shine through you know in a time like this you know now maybe things are opening up a bit more so you can turn up a bit more you can drop those turn up uh, uh tracks you know but uh during the last few previous months i r&b was probably the wave you know yeah it was and i just hope that um a lot of these artists will be able to just you know have the faith and and foresight to to stick to what's worked for them so far because like you guys said you know when things open up you know december will be around the corner and then now you might be tempted to just put out that you know you might just be tempted to put out that other that other club infused or that club inspired song exactly which is fine there's not, not, nothing out. wrong with that that's fine if you're going to mm-hmm. do that but just remember you know who your core audience is and what they and what you know and cater to them as much as possible because they're the ones who are going to ride for you. Yeah. Not the yeah. other people who will listen to your song and like, oh, she's cool, and then move on with their life. The people who are going to ride for you are, is your core fan base. You know, those are the ones that are going to create that buzz and that, and that, um, you know, that need to know. You know, just like yeah. how people did with Elaine. Like, it was that core fan base, the friends, the core that were able to create, you know, that curiosity in the of public. Course. And so, and so now, not just with R not just with like the R and B women, every artist that's been able to make moves during lockdown, they must just realize that consistency is key when it comes to this. They have they're not in that position yet where they can just you know 
take months and months off and then come back and think they'll still do those same numbers again. And so they need to figure out ways to keep their audience engaged, whether it's doing um, live Instagram lives, go sing on Instagram live, dude. Just keep your fans entertained while you're working on new material. You know, mm-hmm. don't lose that attention that you have right now because it's going to be difficult getting it back because if you move out the spotlight, by the end of the week, there's a new artist there that's taking your place. Yeah. You know, Every week. right now people Every are making week. so much music. And so, yeah, so people must just realize that just keep your audience entertained, keep them engaged by any means necessary, dude, mm-hmm. by any means necessary. While you're working behind the scenes, you know, you're working on new music, you're working on, I don't know, you're working on maybe like a, a live acoustic performance, whatever, whatever you're doing, just don't, don't neglect the, the front end of, of it all. You Unless, you're <laughs> yeah. Unless, Unless you're Aries. Unless you're Aries. Unless you're Aries, yeah. And, we, and we've all established that no man is like Reese. <laughs> nah, facts. Facts. <laughs> but the thing is, man, man, started off, man started off by releasing a lot. When he got his fan base, then it was just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's also exactly. that thing of consistency at the start is literally exactly. the key for all of it. It helps. Because mm. it builds that foundation. Reese is... Yeah, dude. Like, I feel like Reese will. Like, I don't know, man. Reese can show to twenty twenty one still. People will. It's still gonna be. It's gonna him. be very difficult to to knock Reese down because he's built such hey. a strong foundation. Definitely. You know, and so that's what these artists need to look at as well. Obviously, you know, not everything will work the same for everyone because the times are different mm-hmm. now. When Reese came out back then and yes. what and how things are right now, things are different. But just it's a thing of. People must not neglect their fan base, no matter yes. how small it is. Because I feel That's like sometimes, so you know, so sometimes people just they look they look at their numbers and say, "Oh, you know, I only get yes. um, I only get fifty listeners on on my Spotify every month." Those are appreciate fifty fans, that. dude. Those are fifty that. people who appreciate your art. So now respect that and appreciate that as well, you know, mm. because those are people who are going to be going out there and telling other people about your music to listen. Yeah, you know. And saying, yo, dude. So now imagine if those 50 people are each telling two people and then those two people exactly. come and listen to your stuff and then they actually like it and then they stay and then they go and tell other people. It's word of mouth, dude. And that's how, exactly. that's how music works. Word of mouth for the most part. That's a good you know? point. Yes. And that's it's the promos really as well, but yeah. Of course. Yeah, I bet but it's all the same thing. It, today, in, it's like I'm so glad you touched on this because today artists... A lot of us, especially dudes coming up, don't understand we're in an engagement game now. Yeah. That's what yeah. it really is at the end of the day. You got to keep people's attention. It's not like back in the days where you can just drop that project and disappear for a year. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? People forget about you. Like Caesar say, like it's, it's, you know, you have to, the only thing that's going to make you stay now is building that core fan base that's going to ride for you no matter what no matter if the industry says fuck this guy like look at a uh, uh, uh okay I, I don't like to bring this guy into the conversation but six nine as much as he's being blackballed he has his core fan base that it might be a small yeah. one but it's still gonna keep him alive you know what i mean it's still yeah, gonna true. whatever yeah. happens they're gonna ride for him and that's what every artist needs now you know yeah, every artist needs that group of people but those youtube views still talk bro <laughs> like that's literally what it is you see 
of course, people can say he did this, he added merch, but there's still somebody buying that merch. You know what I'm saying? There's still yeah. somebody lining his pockets. At the end of the day, he's going to pay his bills. And that's what artists need to realize. Like, you need to come through and always come with this, even on your release. You can't even just now release like one track. Like, I'm even guilty of that. Like, you release it and then you just disappear. You don't push it. You don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't do that anymore. You've got to have a whole release strategy. There's got to be visuals. There's got to be build-up. There's got to be hype. You've got to engage your fans to like, tag this person. You've got to do all of that. That's the game now. And if you, and if you don't like as, it, then hey. And much, as is. much as if you're like a shy person or whatever, you realize you have to be present on every single social media platform. You've got to find your artist. way. There's so many you've platforms. you got to be on Twitter. you got to be on exactly. Insta. Because that's find the only way you're going you to yes. connect. Yeah exactly you don't have to do like you don't have to go to tiktok and now be doing dances and all that nonsense no you can find <laughs> your own you can find your own audience find where you where you can relate with your people and rock with it you know what i'm saying just like summer walker she's a shy person she's you know socially awkward a bit but she finds her ways to engage with her people you know yeah so that's what you really gotta look at doing you know and what quiet. I also want to mention, I think a very important point here that I want to make with all of this stuff is that um, before we close, I just want to say with artists that are on the come up as well, sometimes they get discouraged because they're not operating on, on, the, on, on, the, on the big scale of mm. the other artists that they look up to, right? Especially like the new wave um, artists because the new wave artists are looking at, you know, these... Um, these new wave um, cats that are already established. And so now they're trying to be like them, right? But, and so they, they get discouraged because they're not, they don't have the means to shoot these extravagant videos or these nice videos or yeah. they mm. don't have the reach. Mm. But my thing, my, my only thing to them, I would just say is just work with what you have in that moment, no matter how small it is, you know? Of course. Just work with that. Don't say, no, I'm not going to shoot this video because... I, 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 I don't have a camera. I don't have equipment. You have a cell phone. You're on social Find media. That means you have a cell phone. Exactly. Shoot that, shoot, shoot that video with your cell phone and then just be creative in terms of editing it. You know, just find ways to be creative when it comes exactly. to editing it. But then just the tools less excuses and, and more execution, you know, it's going to get exactly. you very far. Work with what you have so that by the time you're able to, you know, afford the other resources, you've already, you know, hit a nice Started a nice something. pace Great with point. your yeah exactly you people have, have blown up going. just with their iphone just with their iphone they had nothing else they had no producer no studio whatever they found a beat yeah. on youtube recorded on their iphone and they blew the fuck up like there's no excuses exactly. they recorded a video in their yeah. bedroom like you can do anything the thing yeah. you just have to be confident in your, yourself to know that you just cannot give a fuck what people say people will hate always bro people say ah dog yeah. your, your camera ah dog that shit it's whatever dude it's whatever if this is important to you do it it doesn't matter people's opinions will always change and shake and yeah. whatever you know do you put your stuff out whoever can help you whatever resources you have like c says use your phone use it can be whatever you just just find a way that's it just find a way a phone a phone is really all you really need if if you really want it that bad <laughs> you know yeah. that's the truth all right then let's wrap this up um what are you guys listening to this week other than sean and cass what else are you listening to um i won't lie i'm not really listening to anything eh? i I think mm. i'm gonna listen to i'm gonna listen to six nines album don't judge me just because i want to hear it 
mm. and see what 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 direction this I, man I heard is it. headed. It's, it's trash. I would even lie to you. It's trash. I, is it it's <laughs> trash? Don't listen to it, bro. It's and trash. I, I was even haven't. hoping for a banger, but hey. I haven't listened yeah. to Jaden's Cool Tape Volume Three yet, so uh, I'll start listening to that as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I haven't really listened to anything new besides the Sean and Cass, um, Hunter Rose. I've been listening to a bit more. You know, I'm liking her stuff, but yeah, not too much. I won't say. Mm. What well, we'll say? <laughs> not too much. Right. See your side. Yeah, um, my side, um, Muzi dropped an, an incredible, an incredible song called Don't Let Me Go. It's just a beautiful song, man. Um, he's dropping an EP soon. So this, this is a single. And, yeah. oh, man, it's such a beautiful song. I haven't stopped listening to it, man. I've been vibing. Um, so shout out Muzi for that. Uh, and then also uh, another project that I've been listening to is a project called After Hours by this R&B girl called um, Gemma Fassi. Gemma is incredible. She followed me on Instagram oh, after okay, I posted yeah, the, yeah. the playlist thing. A bunch of yeah. like R&B chicks actually followed me after that. But her, I went to her thing and I saw that you know, she was working, she was putting on music. And so I checked out her, her project. It's called After Hours. Um, her name is Gemma Fassi. She is incredible, dude. Um... I think yeah, I, I enjoy the way she writes. I enjoy the sound that she you know that she's into right now. It's not like heavily trap soul. It's it's got it's got those elements, but it's also got like a jazzy influence a bit. It's very light. It's it's a lot, but it's also like it's just it's just beautiful. And her voice is very very you know pleasing to listen to. So shout out Gemma. Um, yeah, your project is dope, dude. If you ever listen to this, your project is dope. And then other than uh-huh. that. Yeah, it's just been Sean, really, and and Cass, obviously. But yeah, we'll yeah. speak about Cass next time. And, and so okay, yeah, there's man, one more um, I have. Uh, there's one more I have. It's Tanya Huli. I don't know how you really pronounce it, but she had an EP called No Shame. She released, I think, recently as well. I was also listening to that. Yeah. It's not wasn't really bad at all. Definitely liked it. So shout out to her, Tanya Huli. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it the right way, but yeah. No shame EP, okay. check it out. All right, yeah, we'll we'll add we'll add that in the thing then. Um, oh yeah, in the episode, um, a playlist, whatever. I know okay, that. and no then, that. um, so yeah, we're gonna wrap this up now, and this has been an episode about nothing. Uh, it's quite long. We'll try to do this every few episodes, just have yeah. a general discussion instead of just always having very focused discussions. We'll do this one. Maybe every fifth episode, we'll do an episode about nothing just to catch up on what's going on in the game. You know, I think it will be good. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. If, is there anything else that you guys want to add before uh, we wrap nah, this up? We're good, we're good, we're good. We got it all off. Good episode. I really enjoyed the conversation. Definitely, we should definitely do another one of these asap <laughs> you know um yeah yeah so yes me dwayze on blaze signing out boy <laughs> all right then yeah guys it's been good it's been lovely um my name is cz ray i was not alone i was joined by Bila my just and dwayze on blaze this has been the episode yes, about nothing 
on the Best Kept Secret Podcast, aka the podcast about nothing. And yeah, it's been lovely. <laughs> Until next time, peace and love. Oh, that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs>